Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Up to 90, the podcast where we discuss everything and anything 90s. We're recording. We're recording. Well, hello, corporate Emma. And now I'm looking for a corporate today in my playroom. Well, not my Very playroom. Very Melanie Griffith working girl. In my children's playroom. When If I yeah. say it's my playroom, that insinuates some sort well, of sex dungeon. what about swing from the ceiling? What's that about? Uh, it's just a recent thing. We're just trying it out for a little while. Do you know yourself? You're see how so it goes. lucky that Shane's dad owns this house <laughs> because otherwise you'd be fucked. I know, with the landlord and like, yeah, yeah I know. We're so lucky. Um, How are you? Any sh- I'm good. Any Shane debates this week? I was actually talking to Shane. Uh, I was giving him some of the info about You the talk every day and that's why your relationship Yeah, works. we do talk every day. Yeah, we try to. We try to. Um, I Yeah, I was telling him some of the feedback. Mm-hmm. I wasn't telling him all of the feedback. I don't think he needs to know that there he's was winning a, in the There in was the a hashtag debate. Team Shane and then there was some mention of Shane for president, which... Stop it. I mean, I just, a little bit of sick came up in my mouth, you know what I mean? So, I uh, know, I think I'd be great in the Rs. And also, I'm sorry, but we definitely give it to Shane over Gavin Duffy. Well, that's true, yeah. God, actually, that would be a nice thought. Being in, imagine doing the podcast in Your the Rs. the Phoenix Park. Do you know what? It wouldn't work for the podcast. I'm sure the ceilings in there are huge. It'd be too, to be terrible. wouldn't it? Yeah. Up to 90. Up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie, oh, yeah. Shane just has to start thinking about the podcast and leave his presidential no. dreams to the side. <laughs> we had no debates this week, but one thing that did crop up last night oh. was... Um, and I don't know if you've experienced what this. up last night? Uh-oh. No. So I was Family out. podcast. I was out at um, a gig and I had to go to the shop and get milk while I was going to the gig. Basically, I seem... She's just a regular joke. I'm just a regular mom. I'm doing up for all the mams out there. You're so brave. And I said, what do you want? Anything? And he's like, yeah, will you pick me up a Yorkie? And I was like, grand. And then as a joke, I said, I'll get you a raisin Yorkie. Because he thinks that they're rancid. My favourite Yorkies. Are they? Oh my God, delish. Really? No. Bit of fruit, bit of chocolate. No, there's just the raisin though, isn't it? Raisin and biscuit. 
isn't it? Oh, maybe. Now, for me, I find raisins. You've got every texture there. Think I about think it. it's, it's, I mean, it's not the only reason, but I think it's in the top five reasons why our relationship works. Bars with chocolate bars with raisins in them. I detest. I still mourn a Tiffin. Oh, I still mourn a Tiffin. A Tiffin? Yeah. Oh, not at all. Disgusting. I still eat it. But gross. But you have (laughs) you have every texture. I, I mean, don't want that in a chocolate bar. I don't need every texture in a chocolate bar. Turkish Delight. Original... Where do you stand on that? Ooh, you Turkish Delight. Do you not like Turkish Delight? Well, it's all a bit Narnia. Emma, okay, to be grand, honest. grand. That's what if because there's the difference. There's the Cadbury's Turkish Delight. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there's the Fry's Turkish Delight. As a kid in the nineties, always bring it back. I loved the packaging, the little bar, the pink wrapper. I was like, I'll get a piece of, I'd love this. And I had one. And yeah, too, too much. Not hardly any chocolate and mm. just too scented for a young palate. It's like chick, you know, when chicken stock, like you leave it overnight or oh, something. Emma, That's stop. what it's like. But it is fat though. It's not animal fat. A Turkish delight. Is that like, what it is? Like, it's not kind of congealed. Well, it's a jelly. Is this I mean, kind of racist now that animal. we're assuming Turkish delight is animal fat? But is jelly it? is animal fat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, gelatine. Yeah, I must always be. thought, you know, the whole Narnia. Um, C.S. Le- was that C.S. Lewis Narnia? No, was it one of them? Ain't a blight. An old English writer. I don't know. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. But I always thought it was so cruel. You know, they thought it was written during the Second World War. Yeah. So obviously all these kids, like, were on serious rations. And of there's all, there are all these detailed descriptions of... Basically, the whole point of that book was, what would you do for Turkish? And yeah. Edward was like, I would do a lot. I would screw over... I would absolutely fuck my family over for Turkish. Now, to be honest, if I was in a wartime scenario and hadn't had an owl tiffin for a while, I'd probably do the same. Tiffin, I just uh, that's a real game changer for me now. I obviously we're on good terms. We've gotten over whole Friday, next Friday thing. So I got him a proper yolk, Yorkie, oh. and he's sitting there eating it, and then he jumps up, jumps up, and he goes, "I knew it." I was like, "What?" Multi pack. I knew it tasted different. Oh, Shane with the conspiracy so, theories. Ex- uh, get on this, Gordo. Did you buy a multi-pack? No, I just bought a single one. So it's it's the news agents, you know, across the road from the Molly Malone, which I discovered. Did you know this? I went in, right, and I was rooting in my bag because I, I pulled a Julie, right? I forgot my wallet. Wow. I was rooting in my bag and somebody said hello to me, like, who works there. And I was like, hey. And then somebody else said hello to me. And I was like, where's this person? They've got like a mad trap door in that news agents. And he's like going down little steps. No. Obviously where he keeps all the multi-pack shit, opens it out as single purchase when no one's looking. So Shane was convinced that it not only was it a different size, because the multi-pack tends to be smaller. He was convinced that it tasted different. I think that's taking it too far. Like separate factory from the multi. Yeah, I was just like, look, just pass the joint. Like you know, yeah. it's cool. I yeah. don't ever eat chocolate when you're smoking a joint. I that's was really going to say, should we start using? I know I keep. Um, I just keep <laughs> throwing this out there, but maybe we should start using fake names 
And also, before we start to slander um, retail businesses no, in the city this centre. Is, this is a standard thing that shops do. I'm Sell multi-pack bars. Take I think that's totally illegal. Yeah, it totally is. But everybody does it in a small news agency. Do you ever get a packet of crisps and you're like, oh, multi-pack? They do it, they do it at the deli up the road for the meal deal. The well, potato. if they do it at the deli up the road. I think it's fine. Fo- I mean, I think it's fine. But um, yeah, anyway, look, he, he muddled through. He ate the Yorkie. I think we should have a new segment called Shit That Julie Has Got Wrong. Oh, yeah. So this, well, it was a couple of weeks ago now, but it just came to head this week because I threw it out there, petrol or diesel. Yeah, um, for the car. I to buy a new Not car, for, yeah. uh, a new chariot. And I just explained that I can't really make this decision alone because I only discovered very recently that the T in BLT stands for bacon, lettuce, tomato. I never knew it was an acronym. What did you think it was? I just never really thought about it. And then I was eating lunch with a friend, because that's how I roll. Okay, yeah, fair so enough. So middle class, like we were eating lunch out. Oh. Like we, were paying, like we had bread at home, rashers. We could have made it ourselves, but okay. we said no. Wow. Okay, we want somebody right. else to do this first. So <coughs> she had me. her sambo, and it was just bacon lettuce. And she's like, I can't believe there's no tomato on my BLT. Oh, and did you and do that I smiley said, Is nod there thing? Always a tomato on a BLT. Oh no! Yeah, and she just pushed her chair back very slowly, got her coat, told me she was going to the toy to the toilet, and her little pictures disappeared from WhatsApp. So oh. I think our friendship is over. I mean, I just never look. Obviously, it's silly, but I actually a friend of mine, Elizabeth, who's absolutely amazing, and she's a French lecturer in Dundee. Oh, and right. she told me not so long ago that she only just got so like highly inte- like literally the most intelligent person I've ever met. And she told me relatively recently as well that she discovered uh, when you're waiting for a lift that you press the arrow. Yeah. For the direction in which you want to go. She never realized that. Are you joking me? No. You didn't know that? No, I knew that, but Elizabeth didn't know that. Oh, Elizabeth. So what I'm saying is, this is my empathetic approach. Has Elizabeth been going around wearing her, sh- her shoes on her hands as well? Because no one ever told her they went on your feet. Like, that's madness, Elizabeth. No, but she do, she, do, she does have lovely shoes. Okay. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, yeah, so I mean, look, we all have shit that we get wrong. So be it. And the gas thing is, I'm still, like, I'm 34. Yeah. I made 34 years not knowing BLT, bacon, lettuce, tomato. You see, like, never be, copying. I'm not surprised that you didn't know that. It's just, I, like, Pregnant I'm, I tell you pause. what I'm, no, I tell you what I'm always surprised at. I'm surprised. When you turn up on time. Uh, oh, no, I'm fair a play to her. Woman. I'm giving myself more time now. Five, yeah. five um, penalty points in. I'm giving myself more time now <laughs> to get places. Okay. I like, I've discovered when the guards pull you over and you're like, but I've got a gig. I loved. I've got a gig. What about their like, passport no, recently? What happened with the passport? When I accidentally brought my housemate's passport to Edinburgh. Yeah. And posted it back. Yeah. And it took two days and she needed yeah. to get a flight to Germany. And the passport wasn't back in time. So I had to pay €383 Euro to get her a flight to Germany. 
and I had a breakdown in an Edinburgh street <laughs> and started ranting and raving and some snotty cry, like not, you know, gentle Dawson Creek's Creek. Oh, like yeah. I've always run away from love kind of tears. Like I was snotting and hyperventilating and I at the end of it said like The eyes were sore like I was like the you, face you was all puffy. deserve better than me. I was like Aoife, my housemate, deserves better than me. The yeah. woman in the post office deserves better than me. Fred, you deserve better than me. <laughs> and what was the and then final I said, and now cost? you're breaking up with me. And he couldn't <laughs> he follow like, the non linear like, pattern of my thoughts. So then I physically ran into a crowd and then um, it was I met up with Alison Spittle later that evening and we had a cup of tea together. Right, okay. And I told anyone I met that Fred was breaking up with me. Did <laughs> with you? Like no evidence to point to this, uh, only that I, I, didn't had, get this I had story. said this and ran off in tears, not giving him a chance to respond. Was he awake? Yeah, no, oh, he okay. was awake, but there was definitely... Um, yeah, no, he was. I think he was awake, but he could possibly have been having a mini stroke. Did he I have was... headphones in? Like, I mean, are you sure? He had his Dr. Trey's. <laughs> so it's kind of like a mime. Right. If you could, it's such a shame, guys. This is a purely audio vi- uh, medium because oh, I'm no. doing this amazing mime at the moment. But look, yes, yeah, so look, the new segment is shit How that Julie gets did wrong. That, that little mistake end up costing you? That was like 400 odd quid. Well, it was 383 and 60 euro for the postage. Right. And then, you know, maybe a five euro for the cup of tea with Alison. No, she shouted me. She's good like that. She's okay, grand. Um, but yeah, no, it, look, will we call the segment shit that Julie gets wrong or pu- pulling a Julie? Pulling a Julie. Pulling that's a Julie. That's what I call that's it gonna in my life. On. Yeah, yeah. And that's what your children called it this evening when I yeah. called into the house. Little Tommy. Pulling a Julie. Pulling a Julie. It's funny. Actually, I want to tell you this now. I don't know if you know about this, right? So I was chatting to Ryan Cullen last night. Lovely Name comedian. Love and him. He, saying, he came in uh, to the gig all a fluster with a suit bag. And I was like, he's like, oh, stress, stress. And I was like, what? And he's like, I had to go get a suit. And I was like, okay. Have a wedding at the weekend. He had a suit. His mom was getting him a suit. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was his or was in her Men house. Men mom. She's so lovely. And she's from Donegal. I haven't yeah. met her now yet. But she's in Donegal. And he needed the suit from home, I assume. This is a, this is a thing. He, his mom put the suit on the bus oh from Donegal to Dublin. like And picked it up. And he, he, he got it off it the bus. And I was like, sorry, does the suit have to have a ticket for the bus? Like, does it get its own seat? Surely one seat. And he said, no, no, no. You just give it to the bus driver. And he said, oh, did you know the bus driver? She's like, no. But and then someone else is piping in. I think um, Dave already is like, yeah, I did that before with my passport. His mom sent the passport down the bus. Well, you see what really made this me sad. This is some sort of underground thing that cultures are doing. What really made me sad that day was when we had posted the obviously in a panic when I realised I had the wrong passport. It was yeah. a bank holiday, so I was powerless. I couldn't post it back, so yeah. I went to post. Really it. wasn't your fault then, was Absolutely it? Absolutely not. I mean, if you were going to leave an official document. In the same house as me, I will take it on holidays. Yeah, oh, like that's just sorry what I'm now. Do. Let's just get back to this pulling a Judy before we get started. Last week's episode, apologies, listener, was a bit short. Maybe you felt like, oh, I got a bit robbed from that. 
Julie, would you like to explain to okay, the listener what happened? First of all, I just want to say I suggested Goodfellas Pizza, so that was enough contribution. Yeah. And then I stopped speaking. I know, yeah, yeah. But And we did what love happened? your story. Yeah. But and we what? applaud you. <laughs> what happened? Well, I my car so the clutch went to my car when I came back from Edinburgh. Um at one AM. And mm. the German, the uh, East German, he explained to me he was East German, lovely man. Right. He came picked me up just a short couple of hours later and maybe three. And okay. he, uh, no, East it was German. probably what was two. That all about? It was probably two. This was well, I was getting the chats in when he picked me up. So he was very good. Right. I was supposed to get a taxi and he actually gave me a lift back to the house. And he was very nice. And he was telling me, like, he he um, tried to turn on the car and straight away he said, the clutch is gone. And I said, how could this happen? Why would this happen to a good person? He said, you terrible driver. And I was like, oh, okay. Don't hold no back. No comment, yeah. So, um, <coughs> yeah. So basically, anyway, so we were having the chats. Yeah. He was telling me how he was in the East German army and he was a driver. The reason he's such a good driver is every time he put it on his his foot on the clutch needlessly, he I we get hit. They used to get hit. And I was like, that's awful. And he's like, no, good diver. He was telling me how he so was. So he such was a, a Russian dictator, is what you're saying to me. Like pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. But no, he was such a nice man, but he was telling me he was like, best way to do, best way to learn. Can you do German accent? I'm doing Russian. Um Best way to learn. German accent. I don't try no. the clutch. That Can't. kind of thing. I'll give it a whirl, guys. For what next happened week. with the SD cards? Oh yeah. So look, the car Get to the was in the hospital. Julie. The four car was in the hospital. Yeah. And the SD card was in the car so then yeah. my housemate lovely Aoife who we've already mentioned in this episode um, she gave us an SD card because the, the joy of living with two artists is that they always have an SD card of beautiful, beautiful. festival photos floating around deleted her photos off we recorded an amazing episode you will never get to hear it it's so sad listening. Yeah, but we will repeat we'll do it again Basically, topic, but then the Goodfellas was the second part of the episode. There was so a whole the first other one part. was the mafia theme. The second part was Goodfellas Pizza. Yeah, I came up with the concept, but Emma made it shine. It was a beautiful. I mean, that story. I listened back to that and I genuinely laughed out loud. Oh, did you? I ge- it was such I a good story. I must tell my dad, dad about it. Actually, great story. It's true. But so then. The SD card, it turned out it didn't work for my my um, piece. So Aoife's SD card with the photos, it didn't work. And then I discovered today that the SD card was actually in my wallet all along. But there was a pocket that I didn't check. Nah, 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 nah. I think... Nobody basically told your th- you life was gonna be this way. No, I think your theme sh- tune should be Grange Hill. Nah, nah, nah. Oh yeah, isn't that good? Pulling a Judy. Yeah, let's when you do look it. in the wallet and you see let's the SD card. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's basically it. So yeah, let's get on to the stories. Right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. I'm talking about Mike Tyson. Oh, very, very good. Do you remember him? Yeah. We share a birthday. I know. You do not. Do thirtieth of June, nineteen sixty-six. Never caught that. You're also 13. I'm 13 too. 30th. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was going to get us a friendship bracelet. When it okay. was, I think when it was my birthday for about six weeks, we're like, is it your birthday this I know. Week? I'm just bad at I'm bad things. at birthdays too. Mike, American professional boxer who competed from 1985 to 2005. 
Now, I didn't know any of this, but, well, I knew that he was a pretty successful boxer, but he reigned as undisputed world heavyweight champion and holds the record as the youngest, yeah, undisputed, youngest boxer to win a heavyweight title at 20 years old. So it's like 20 years, four months, blah, blah, blah. So he's the youngest ever and heavyweight. That's the big lads. The only thing is, at 20, like, I mean, you'd be a good 15 years working in the Nike but factory sure, man, at that stage. If men you were... aren't even fully grown at 20. Yeah. And he's a heavyweight boxer. Okay, heavyweight, fair enough, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I like, he's not... think of him as just a tiny little man. I think he's like one of those men, he's basically built like a Jack Russell. He's got the big neck. Do you remember like Rhino from Gladiator? Bit of Gla- a pug. He's a bit like, do you remember Rhino from Gladiator back in the day? Yeah. With Gladiator. That, yeah, yeah. You know that weird neck thing? Yes. Where they look like a lizard and you're just like, that's gross. Yeah. He has that. Yeah. I mean, you Where they be- look like a thumb. Yeah. Yes. Some people are into it. Not for me, but whatevs. So um, he won his first 19 professional fights. By knockout or stoppage. Oh, because stoppage is where you're like, you're going to blind him. Yeah. Please stop. You're battering him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there wasn't any like humming and hawing about whether he won or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Loads of titles, one after another. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, so young as well. Like, he just, amazing. He defended all his nine, he defended his titles nine times as well. Because, you know, obviously, well, not that I know, but I gauge that the big thing in boxing is you get a title, but then you defend the title as well. And victories over, including Frank Bruno. Do you remember Frank Bruno? I loved Frank. Yeah. I really liked him. Frank Bruno. What about the love? (laughs) (laughs) I can't even do it. So deep, wasn't it? (laughs) No, <laughs> even worse than the first. She's again. going deep, guys. Like, oh yeah, you. I loved Frank Bruno. Still do, but just haven't seen him knocking around in a long time. And then in 1990 was when he uh, lost his title. So he had them like for a good old while. Now let's get to the shit that I'm interested I in. I know, I know. 1992. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson was convicted of rape and sentenced to six years in prison, but was released on parole after serving three years. During his incarceration, Tyson converted to Islam. After his release in 1995, he engaged in a series of comeback fights. He won the WBC and the WBA titles in 1996. Like, how does that work? After stopping Frank Bruno and uh, Bruce Sheldon. But surely, is there not a code of ethics? Like, if you're convicted of rape, like, how can you come back? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't know. He surely couldn't travel, could he? For matches. I think they're fights. Oh, sorry, fights. No, but I'm sure that they happened in America, yeah. If you're a convicted felon, you can't travel or whatever. I know it's so inconvenient that they don't let you travel. I know. I know this is what the episode is all about. But you'd wonder, would that be allowed now? Oh, but sure, look, hello. There'd be a massive, there'd be like uproar, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, and obviously he was doing all these uh, comebacks and whatever. I assume it was just a lot of it motivated by financial necessity. Well, the one I remember is The Hangover. Who's that, that was now? Naughties, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yes, it was. I, I just find it mad that he was allowed to kind of appear in The Hangover and nobody batted an eyelid. Everyone laughed along and everyone was good yeah. at this. 
I mean, I love so the, hangover. Year was the Hangover. It's yeah, such a good film. He retired but... from professional boxing in 2006 um, after getting knocked out in, like, you know, in a couple of fights one after the other. Um, but he had, like, he had an absolutely massive career. And obviously, huge fights against Evander Holyfield, which we would remember. And then the English lad, what's his name now? Prince Nassim. No, Lennox Lewis. Oh, yeah. Do you remember him? He was yeah. a bit of an old, bit of a dish, wasn't he? Um, so in, in 2002, he lost by knockout to Lennox Lewis. So oh. kind of, I think throughout the 2000s, it was kind of, you know, he was still the big name and whatever, but it was never. Do you think he ever really, I think he stage. was always, and I would say rightfully so, but I don't want to get kind of, you know, I don't want to get kind of didactic about it, but yeah. I do, or preachy, but I would think rightfully so. He was always, I mean, he was always married by yes. that conviction. I oh, think yeah. he never fully recovered. Yeah. And then the tribal tattoo on the face. I mean, where are you going with that? Where, what it's I like just going to make things worse, isn't it? Declared bankrupt in 2003, despite having received over 30 million for several of his fights and 300 million during his career dollars at the time like I say dollars like as if I know the difference between dollars and euro and sterling or whatever um at the time the media reported that he'd approximately 23 million of debt it's Minus kinda, it's all million. it's all kind of very tragic now not only do me and Mike Tyson share a birthday but we have another connection go I haven't told you about this my cousin so his mom and my dad are cousins. Mm-hmm. So he's my first cousin once removed. What? No, he's my second cousin, not Mike Tyson. A boxer, Irish boxer called Big Joe Egan. And Big Joe Egan was a sparring partner with Mike Tyson. He trained with Mike Tyson. No. Mike Tyson called my cousin the toughest white man he'd ever met. Oh, and you're the toughest white bitch I've ever met. So there you Hello. go. Yeah. Joe Egan, the name does ring a bell. Big Joe though. Egan, yeah. So he's my cousin. He actually has a book as well. I thought t- you were saying Mike Tyson now was his, your cousin once. No, removed. no, no. His, and you were, his you were like, mother, sli- you were slightly. And my sh- father and my <laughs> jaw was a cape. Like, honestly, my jaw hit a truck or something or some kind of dragon toy. On the floor of the plane. But I loved how you were shocked, but you weren't like overly shocked by it. You were just like, oh. Yeah. No, so my cousin trained But it's with the him. fact that you deliver uh, deliver everything in such a matter of fact way. I know. So everything's fact. No, but this so, is fact. And Big Joe Egan has, uh, he wrote a book a few years ago and he wrote about Mike Tyson, but I met his mom. So I've, he milked that, he milked that train. Damn fucking straight he did. Yeah. But that's what he said about he's him. He's a Doran. Sorry now. Yeah, that's, he's a Doran. That's, well, no, he's not a Doran. He's an Egan. But that's what he said about him. He said, toughest white man on the planet. And I haven't actually met him. Because I think he's lived in Birmingham most of the time. But I met his mom. But you're happy to use the name. Yeah. yeah I met his mom before. I had a good few funerals. And she would have talked to Mike on the phone. And she was saying to him, like, thanks very much for looking after my son and everything. Okay. So that is a serious connection, Emma. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, you know what I mean? Would she I've talk mixed to emotions. Mike at the funerals? 
Like just no, Mike wasn't. Balls. No, Hiya. Mike wasn't. She didn't put him on speak. Like speakerphone wouldn't have been around back then when uh, it was my grandma's funeral. Do you know what I mean? But, but would you like a cup of tea? Mike loves tea. I think was he was round. Kind of... I think he was round to our gaff, all right. Yeah, I think no. he stayed in the house or something. Stop! I Where? swear to God, um, Irish Town. Okay. Yeah. So, listener, Google. Swear to God, I must actually l- follow um, John Big- Egan. Big Joe Egan on Twitter. Oh, sorry, Joe Egan. And yeah, you Big keep, Joe you're Egan. You're getting increasingly irate at the fact I refuse to refer to the man as Big Joe Egan. That's who I'm he always is. a bit suspicious of anyone who puts an adjective. In front he of their didn't name. put it there. Other people did. Come on, that's how a name works. That's how a nickname works. Of course, it's Big Joe. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah, and you you do have me pinned to a wall now, <laughs> and I absolutely get okay, it. Okay, hang on, I'll take the cord from around your neck. Um, we just get it straight. So that's Mike Tyson. That's Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. So and whatever loved, about Mike, but... I loved him in The Simpsons. Wasn't he Simpsonized? He was Simpsonized, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he's up to now. I don't know, but... If only oh, we had access to well, hopefully information. He's living, I know, but I mean, hopefully he's living server. a good life. The tribal tattoo, I always, I do love, I always love when somebody has a tattoo because I'm like, oh my gosh, you make bad decisions too. Well, you know, yeah, you know what I say when I see tribal tattoos? I love them on fellas because I think they just show a real sense of vulnerability. Was that, was that that the, the joke I had? No, that was a joke I had. They show a real sense of vulnerability because you actually thought that that was a good idea. Oh, I think do we have a similar thing. I don't know. Are we just morphing? Could be morphing. I've had I, that for a good while now. I have the the joke about um, uh, the lower back tattoo. Oh, I don't have anything about. Oh, like uh, the Amy Schumer oh, I'm thing. Saving, I'm saving it for the show. No, it's a German quote. Oh, um, okay, nice. Surprise to be continued. So I'm just going to touch upon something. Short and sweet. Okay, so beautiful. Because we were looking at the boxer theme. Mm. I'm looking at. Um, uh, the lean, mean, fat reducing machine. George Foreman. What else? Um, so the lean, mean, fat reducing grilling machine. So George Foreman. We everyone loves George. I mean, he yeah. was such an affable character. So George Foreman grill came out in nineteen ninety four. Um, hundred million sold. Actually, over a hundred million now. He at one time he was earning five million dollars a month, what? and he eventually was bought out for guess how much. I can't. I couldn't even guess. A hundred and thirty-eight million. Christ. Yeah. So a lot of money. But like, he's just so likable, George. Did you? So ha- did you ever have one? Oh yeah. Did you yeah. have a George Foreman? Yeah. Slanty grill all the way. I had. A f- I did. I didn't have a George Not Foreman half. because they're they are about sixty quid, aren't they? Well, or we maybe had more. One, we had one floating around my house, and it was the hardest working. Uh, George Foreman in the business because I don't think any of us really knew how to clean it. Well, this is it now. I had the knockoff one, and you think like handy, but then when you actually start doing stuff and you've got the tray, and always some of it misses the tray, yeah. and then if you do rashers on it, how the feck do you clean it? I got a, I got a, I don't know, it wasn't a Brillo pad, but I did get some sort of pad, not a sanitary, something, yeah, okay, some something. sort of cleaning pad. Fucking now, don't tell Shane or Elle about this, but it absolutely destroyed the yolk. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, the 
the um, non- family secrets. Yeah, the non-stick was totally gone, well, and then I, I just put you, it in the drawer, and I gradually okay. Made it to the I'm bin. not at the risk of alienating a significant proportion of our audience. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna have to say it, what? McGregor. Okay, <laughs> but I will give you this top tip. Okay, brush it with water. You know, leave the baking brush. Yeah, brush it with water. Turn it on. It heats up. Oh yeah, I did all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you've been down this route. Oh, okay. yeah. I do that well, with everything. You see, what I, I mean... That's what I do with a pan now after I put in well, the water Well, you see, we're all about the, the George because, of course, you know I joined Slimming World. But it's How is like, that going? Well, I mean, that is the question. So Linda has oh. stopped texting me. So she was texting me every week saying things like, can you believe tomorrow's the 1st of August? Looking forward to seeing your progress tomorrow. And, you know, oh. I've just been running from Linda, you know, as you would like a really persistent counsellor or indeed a Scientology convention of some description. Like, you know, okay. they, you fill out the form, they have your details, they know your vulnerabilities. Shit. You sit in a circle and they say, so, Julie, what's your advice? And you say, Indian? And they just say, oh, that's the big calories. Yeah. You sick bitch. <laughs> But no, so the George Foreman is really right. Rec- I mean, it's great. and But there is, I don't know, like there's something I, I think about- I might get one. I tell you now, my new, t- I was a big one for the sandwich makers, the grill. Conor McGregor <coughs> sandwich maker coming soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, defo. But, <coughs> sorry, I'm just dying here. Sure, why don't you let me speak no. while, you're, <laughs> while you're coughing? Can I just... Well, you see, my thing is, as much as I love contain- collecting containers of fat with the George Foreman, like, I look at that fat and I think, but, like, maybe I want fat. Like, maybe I want to die and that's my choice. You know? Okay, we've I'm lost still, Emma. I'm still laughing. What an ignorant fuck I was. Now. Hang on, Julie, let me speak maybe while I cough into I could the fill this. No, it's totally fine. I can fill this. It's all good. No, but I do think Sorry. that when, you know, when you're emptying the... And you see what the problem? Yeah. What do you do with the fucking container of that? <laughs> like, at least when you're eating... <laughs> at least when you're eating it, you know, look, it's in my arteries. Store it safely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Say not. You know, you can pour it down the drain because then invariably, you know, no, you're accosted you by a family member or a housemate who says, somebody's been pouring fat down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> and you're standing it's there same in our house, yeah. with your grilled chicken fillet salad saying, I don't know who the fuck would do. What kind of sick, br- like seriously, everyone knows. This would be worth it now when I tell you. You will like this. Game changer for me. You know toasted cheese sandwich? Do I? Do That's on... why we had to join Slimming World. That's <laughs> how well I know a toasted cheese sandwich. Do you ever do it on the pan? I, this, oh my God, we are so in sync. Will I tell you why? Why? Because I had this amazing grilled cheese sandwich at All Together Now. Okay. okay this West Cork stall. Um, I don't know their names, so I can't give them a shout out. But right. they did it on the pan. Yeah. And I really want to try it on a pan, but I'm like, okay, obvious question. Do you put anything on the pan? Do you use a nonstick pan? No, it's, I you, you know, I use a good pan. I use the egg pan, the pancake pan. Okay. But it's just when you're like, you're doing a toasted sandwich, you Yo, put the butter like on the outside. Proper grilled cheese. Oh, baby. With some, pi- you know, what would be amazing that some pickle, some gherkin. Ooh, mm. I haven't done that now. Yeah. Sure, look, will we go off and do that now? Sure, look, well, all your talk of cheese and burning pelvises last weekend, I mean, honestly, I just had to go home and have a whole thing of Dublin mature cheddar. Did you? I was dying for an after. 
I really was. What did you have with a cup of tea or a glass of milk? Just more cheddar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just wrapped up, up in easy singles. Straight up dairy. Yeah. Um. So look, it's so good he put his name on it. That was yeah. the catchphrase. And do you know the thing about George? I mean, first of all, everyone loved him. How could you not love a bit of George? Sold, bought out for 140 million. That's um, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And I love the story. You know, he talks about it a lot of how. Um, basically, it started off as a fajita type thing, right? So this guy invented it, the Fajita Express. I won't bore you with the details. Then this guy, Bob John- Johnson, had this Fajita Express thing. He sold it on to this other company. They approached George and he was like, yeah, I'm willing to I'm willing to go in on this. And he was talking about how his wife was like, no, George, it works. Like he had no interest in it. And she she was like, no, this is like, I mean, okay. it's genius when you think about it. Bit of a slant. Good to go. Like amazing stuff, really. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan was offered it. Was and he? said no, the little prick. He's a thick fuck. I hated him on that Hogan knows best. Like the way he spoke to that daughter every time she sat down to have a bit of ice cream. And he was like, You'd want to watch it. You know the way he was trying to Yeah. He was trying to mould her and become a pop star. And then his son, of course, was in that horrendous car accident. Yes. You know, he was imprisoned after he he was did he kill the friend? Or was the friend severely I don't know. I remember it was basically, she was kind of trying to get some pop career going on. And he was, um, what you call it? He was like a rally car driver or something or whatever. Yeah. Well, he, now he was a bit, he was a bit of a brat, I have to say, on the show. Yeah. But I mean, I I suppose it's kind of like what Ozzy and Sharon and... Well, it was, you yeah, know, it was, it was have to make modeled, them into characters, It was modeled on that. So he was the brat, Brooke was the good girl, you know, who had to be, well, this, exactly that. Like, it was yeah, so contrived and forced he was really taking me over active interest in, like... I just found him, I found his relationship with her really disconcerting and it made me really uncomfortable. Sure, like, he was yeah, so he, controlling. Didn't he end up going out with one of her mates or something? Yeah, went out, ended up going out with one of her friends and also, of course, the video... With the with the friend oh. and he, with his mate and his wife, oh. but that's another story. So the nice thing, just before I go, George Foreman. Nice thing about George, um, he's the second second wealthiest uh boxer in the world. Is he? I found that interesting. Take a guess at what he was worth. What he's worth? I don't know, three hundred million or something. Uh, so three hundred and fifty mil. Oh, and Floyd Merriweather is the wealthiest boxer in the world. So just oh. preempting your question there at four hundred mil. Okay, didn't know that. What was, how was he making his money? I wonder. Well, I mean, do you know what as well though? He's such a good-looking guy, Floyd. I'd say a lot of it is that. A lot of endorsements. Yeah, he's a he's a gorgeous. A lot man. of brand yeah. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and actually, interestingly, um, Oscar de la, de la Toya is he's in there as well with two hundred mil. And uh, a Filipino Pac-Man is his name. A Filipino politician is at number four. That's a whole other podcast. God, we've right, a just lot. before we go, want to give a shout out to Yvonne. Yvonne came up to me in Electric Picnic. Yvonne is amazing. She's such a cool girl. Um, I was telling her about Dublin. She listens all the time. Oh, yes. Telling I her about her. Dublin Podcast Festival. Brilliant. Um, so she said she'd pop along. Please, guys, uh, get in touch with us if you are thinking about going to Dublin Podcast Festival. It's going to be a great event. Date again, Ems? 12th of October. Spot on. Yeah, Friday, Liberty Hall. It's going to be unreal. Great old crack. And tickets are available at? Headstuff. 
no. I think Dublin Podcast Festival. Yes. But we are going to be doing a bit more promo and all that. And uh, we're really to. looking forward to it. And Yvonne said she's going to come. Yeah, because so. it'll be our first live podcast. You're going to want to meet live. Yvonne. You're yeah. going to want to meet her. She's a great girl. Really good crack. Hopefully uh, she brings her South African boyfriend. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. I love a South African accent now. Uh, it's yeah, it's very soothing, isn't it? I just always think of um, Leo Black Diamond. Who's that? Leo DiCaprio. Black oh, Diamond. I think yes, it's my favourite Leonardo DiCaprio. Sorry, I thought, I, I thought you I just, all I've been thinking about is the toast cheese sandwich. So when you said Pop Leo... Popular When you That's said Leo Black Diamond, I was like, who's he? Is he in a band? Oh, What's, who's I he? I love it. Shannon Brad like a uh, diamond. We have to get on to Leonardo DiCaprio one of the oh, days. Oh, do Come we want? He's going to have his own episode. I don't even oh, care. Oh, full... We're not uh, gonna do like Leo and line dancing. Like we're not gonna try to squeeze it all uh, in. One no. episode for Leo. Leo part. Well, one. I mean, line dancing. I'm thinking at least five episodes. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Cowboy boots, Garth Brooks phenomenon, County Monaghan. Like YouTube. all these, like you know. <laughs> all lost ones. And then a YouTube video of us doing some grapevine. We have to, there's ding, a lot ding, of people ding, asking ding. for us to dance and it's coming. It's, we'll it's do bad, it. It's isn't it? But you got to pay extra. Okay. Stay away from the get in bars. Get in touch, listener. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.